Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ah, my guests arrived. Come here, miracle. Come to answer the door with me. Yeah, come on. Hello. Welcome to Erskine Court. This way. Here. You won't believe this, everybody. I, in the interim... Oh, well, listen. Oh, my fucking Yeah, we don't want God. that on there. That's, that, that, that's the point. That is the point I was about to make. Yeah. That I have spent, in the interim, while you've been waiting for this new series to start, I've been spent a lot of money on, what would you call it, technology? Gadgetry. Gadgetry. <laughs> and I've got, this should work, you know. Oh, my fucking God. Right, and it's a little keyboard I've got next to me. Yeah. But, of course, it doesn't work around me. Nothing ever works around me of a technical ability, apart from this lady. Aww. It's Linda Bloody Pollock. Say hello, Linda. Hey up, everyone. Oh, God. I wonder if your psychic vibrations are interfering with the um, channels. A good point. Yeah. That is a good point. I'll tell you what it might be. Uh, what I will say is the one thing that I did manage to program in was Linda's theme tune. Okay, well, that's... Uh... Linda Pollock. Rude. <laughs> I did it as a joke. She, she's so lovely and fragrant and gorgeous. That would suggest she's a great big hippopotamus. Like a, like a very elephant, yeah. No! Oh, gee, look, that's, that's sort of the joke there. Right, <laughs> what have you been up to, my love? I've been dancing. Oh, lovely. Dancing on a Saturday night. Yeah. Which, oh. which night do you do it? Most nights, probably. It was a Well, it was a Saturday night. Right. And you had a little class beforehand, salsa right. dancing. Nice. And there was one man in the class and the rest of us were all ladies. Oh, lovely. So he got spread very thin. Oh, that does sound rather... And I'm not sure he didn't like it. <laughs> oh! Right, that's enough of that. Um, so you, oh, oh, okay. So he must have been exhausted by the end of yes, it, shaking. He was, he was a dried up husk. He's not. He's, he's not my friend Matt, is it? When I tried to set no, up with someone. No, sadly not. Oh, was he? Was he quite a mover? He was a not little by mover. The end. He was, and it was his first time as well. Right. And let's just say he had a baptism of fire. Oh, lovely! Yes. Because we were all women of a certain age, yes. and let's say we haven't been dancing for some time, and right. we were ready for it. Oh, a lucky bleeder. 
do you know what? There are all sorts of things you could do as an evening class, and I would say dancing is probably quite a good one. I think it's good. It's exercise, but it's tricksy, right? Because it's not exercise that makes you feel like you're doing something that's yeah, a sacrifice. That's it. that's it's it. exercise that requires a new pair of spangly shoes. What I would struggle with is being bothered to remember the steps and counting and, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. When I've done very show business stuff before, you always get some sort of choreographer who say, are you counting in the head? And you're going, no, I'm not counting in the head. Well, of course, the beauty of salsa is more difficult for the men. I'm going to say it. It right. was more difficult for the men because if you know the steps, right, yeah. you're just doing the same footwork most of the time. Right? right, okay. But it's the man who dictates which way you go. So you're going to spin around. You're the one that decides that you're spinning around. Very old-fashioned. Right? But it was lovely. And... Um, I do have a newfound respect for the amount of work that the men have to put in because it's all you have to change your hold, right? It's like right. changing gear. Okay. Whereas we just keep our feet moving. And yeah, look that's pretty. it. That's it. I wanted to say this that I think it's a very good thing to do as an evening class. There's all sorts of things you could do, boring things, yeah. accountancy. Yeah. I looked up because I was thinking if I don't want to do salsa, what there's urban beekeeping. This this is all stuff at a local, um, you know, college of further education. I think that sounds lovely. You can be at one with the bees. I've got a... Sorry, we'll get on to Spooky in a minute. I've got a friend of mine, John Price, who uh, lives in Wolverhampton, and he is... This is no word of a lie. I hope he doesn't mind me saying this. He His job is to... It's accidents on the railway. And it's all a bit grim, yeah. but he is setting himself up as a beekeeper, and that's going to be his hobby very, very soon when he retires. And why not? No, definitely. Don't you think? You think that would be lovely? You although, know? do you know what? I think it's a shame to leave it till you retire. Crack on now. You never Absolutely. know what's going to happen. When my brother, his, when my brother was at school, I always remember him saying, you know, that bloke came over to talk about honey making. Yeah. And it's always whenever anyone talks about bees and honey, I think about honey. <laughs> because the bloke who turned up described it as honour. And you know what schoolboys are like? Yeah. They kept saying, uh, excuse me, sir, could you tell us about the honour? <laughs> and he didn't... You know what they're like? Horrible children, aren't they? Yeah, we had a fella come in, a very ardent <laughs> man, who'd been through a lot in his life, yeah. and he was telling us about homelessness. <laughs> we were awful about that. That's terrible, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it horrible? Just repeating the way he said homelessness. You get the honour. Anyway, the other things you could do, fermentation workshop. This sounds bloody horrible. Oh, God, well, that's just like controlled rotting. Isn't it? Ki- kimchi and all that. Disgusting. Although I've had, a, I've had oh! a jar of kimchi in my <clears throat> fridge for ages, right? Oh, because... Um, apparently, just a spoonful of that a day will work miracles. Well, right? keep will keep people away from you. Won't be catching it. Oh my sorry. fucking god! Yeah, but it's so horrible, isn't it? I, I, I've just had it in the fridge for ages, but I don't suppose it matters, does it? It stinks. Yeah. It absolutely stinks. Drone racing is another thing you can do locally to me. Mostly attracts a certain type of person. I doesn't bought it? a drone back in the day, right? Mm. It was quite a cheap one, and I bled over the instructions as oh a result of my cheapness because it was just kept chopping at me. Every time I put it up, it was like... And it, and it, oh, oh, it got God. me, it got me. And it had a camera on it and I was thinking, oh, I'm going to get some beautiful aerial shots. Do you know what I got shots of? What? Next door neighbour's bush and me over the fence with a fishing rod. Spoon carving. Now, there's another evening class. Uh, can I just say that I have taken to eating most of my food with a spoon nowadays. Right. Only because... The simplicity. 
you can get more of it in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you live on your own like too. me, you know, me and Tarawa, he uses a stick to yeah. eat his food. If he uses anything at if all. If anything at all, he only eats fish as well. But I do like a spoon because it will get... You can shovel more in, I find. <laughs> what a size spoon are you using? Like a ladle. Oh, good point. Yeah, yeah. A fucking massive spoon. <laughs> anyway, listen, I digress. Let's get on with the spooky. And this time of year, it's time for clearing out with the old and welcoming in the new. And this is from my favourite bloody publication, Fate, Fate and, and Bloody Fortune. <laughs> Peeking from beneath my duvet, I saw a figure standing at the bottom of my bed. A kind, familiar face looked down at me. I know you can see me, my grandfather said, and he was right. At 15, I'd seen spirits for years. My grandfather had passed. <coughs> but I knew it was him. Please tell the family I'm happy and at peace, he said. I did just that and it brought us all huge comfort. I'd sensed these things for so long, I didn't even realise it was strange. I thought everyone could see spirits and feel energy shifts around. That's what I always thought. Mm. I would sense drops in temperature, see swirling colours and deeply understand other people's emotions. I was a good judge of character too. Why would anyone want to write to him, I'd think, when Jim will fix it on the TV? <laughs> Goodness gracious. I knew something wasn't right with the host. I well, mean, you yeah. can say that again, Is bloody it? hell. Yeah, Christ. Mostly, though, my abilities didn't bother me. That is until I was visited by a particularly scary spirit. Please don't show yourselves to me anymore, I begged. For a while, I stopped seeing spirits at all, and as I got older, I chose to ignore my abilities. I got married, had a daughter, and worked for a range of cleaning companies. A colleague and I then set up our own cleaning company around the turn of the millennium. We did. Millennium. Millennium. We did. That's a bit like home last night. <laughs> Honey. At the Honamalam, we didn't have much at the start, but poured our hearts, souls and plenty of elbow grease into our new venture. We'd spend our days walking door to door to find work. This is graft. In the evenings, I began tuning in to my intuition. Dirty get. Dirty bastard. <laughs> I knew what I wanted and I felt sure the spirits could help me get there. I would use goal settings and manifest the success I wanted. I'd pull cards and ask my guides to share their wisdom. With their support, I made every business decision based on what my intuition told me. And it worked. Within six months, we'd hired our first member of staff. Soon, we were a multi-million pound commercial cleaning oh, firm. Oh, yeah, chin wag. <laughs> Using my spiritual senses in business had worked out, but could it happen the other way around? Could I use cleaning to support my spiritual work? A bit dry, this, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. About seven years ago, my mediumship abilities came crashing back with full force. I could see spirits not only related to me, but to others. I began giving readings to clients alongside my cleaning work. I just don't know what to do about my relationship, a woman said when she came in for a reading. I listened to the guides and felt them saying she needs to physically declutter. <laughs> All right, I see. So is the answer always going to be, what you need to do is hire me to clear out your house? Yes. That's what I think. I think it's a bit of a gimmick. It, turn yeah. the music off. I think it's a gimmick and it's a bit limited. It's all to do with cleaning, isn't it? Yeah, Which... funnily enough, I have a cleaning company. I don't know if you're interested. Yeah, declutter. Time to, you know, time to wait, like, sort of, time to get the skid marks of your subconscious off It's the time pan. to dust off those dancing shoes and the rest of the cupboard. Now, 
I was thinking about this because this is true and I forgot all about this. I used to have a psychic cleaner called Martina. Oh. Yeah, Martina the cleaner. And she was there one day and I was doing a little bit of work on me. Uh, we'll get back to this in a minute. I digress. And I was doing a little bit well, of work. She change your bed sheets and go, oh, you're a bit lonely, aren't you, Clinton? <laughs> Psychic, no, she, she, uncanny. I was doing a bit of work and I said, oh, look, I'll pop out in a minute and get your cash. Because I did pay her cash, yeah. you know. And she, she, I said, I've got to pop out. I've got, I've got to go to the doctor. I was after a cholesterol test, right? Right. OK. And she went to me, I kid you not, Martina the cleaner, with a bog brush in her hand. Mm. She stood there and she went, I have a gift. I can't tell if you are not well. And I was like tapping away on my keyboard. Oh, yes, that right. Am I all right? Then she went, no. And I went, Sorry? No, you are not. You are sick. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what, what, sorry, what do you mean? She said, oh, no, I, don't, I do not have the words. And I was like, yeah, well, can you try? Yeah. Can you try and have the words, love? I mean, I'm a psychic, clairvoyant medium. I couldn't pick up on that on my, you know, from, on my own behalf. So she said... Um, and where was she from? Clitheroe? Yeah, and so she said, oh, yeah, you had something wrong. She said, you're very tired. You are very tired. And I want to say, yeah, I'm very tired. You stood there with a fucking toilet brush. Talking to me about I'm psychic. Let's go and clean the box. <laughs> anyway, she said, my brother, he can't to tell. He can't to tell. I thought, look, am I going to have to have him here at 50 quid? But I did go to the doctors on Martina's advice. And this is what happened. They went, um, you know, to pick up my cholesterol results. And, and the woman, you know, they're like psychopathically rude in the fucking... You know, I didn't even see the doctor. This is the woman in the waiting room. Right, yeah. She says to me, um, yeah, it's a bit high. And, and she, she just went, six. And I said, what does that mean? Out of what? She said, just six. It's a bit high. And I went, isn't there two? I thought there were two reasons. She said, we don't do that no more. Oh. So... Anyway, and I think I'm probably a bit higher than six now as well, to be perfectly honest. Bloody Nora, get Martina back, for God's sake. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, anyway, that is the point. I think this person possibly, possibly is just trying to get a little bit more work. It's called, isn't it called like a side sale or what is it called? An adi- side hustle. No. When you, like, you know when you go to WH Smith's, right? Yes. It used to be just books, didn't it? Oh, now that- you go and pay and they say, would you like a massive bar of chocolate for oh, a pound? Oh, that gets on my bloody nerves. That, that is, does. what's it called? Like a side sale or an additional sale? Anyway, yeah. that sounds like a very slick version of that. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also involving her brother who turns up and what, you know, sticks his finger where the sun don't Unless shine. Unless brother was already there and what she was saying was her brother in spirit. Oh, my God, you're right. Yeah. And she doesn't have the language because he speaks in tongues or something like that. Yeah. Or in Slovakian, Slovenian yeah. or whatever. I mean, have you uh, still got her number? It sounds like she had some quite no, important message. I, I got a bit sick of her after that. <laughs> Reported her to the Inland Revenue. <laughs> It's <laughs> always cash. I'm joking. I'm joking. It was immigration. It, it was it. Yeah, it was immigration. <laughs> anyway, listen. This is. Do you remember last time? I got it slightly wrong. I said we had a new feature. Yeah. For episode two, which we didn't. It's now for this one for episode three, and it features. Do you remember? Do you ever remember Professor Joseph Lane? I like him. I like an intellectual man. That's what we're trying to do. Yes. To up. 
up the intellectual quotient. Finally, some science. Exactly. He is an extraordinary person, born in Wisconsin, spent some time in New York City, in Jersey City, now lives in Leicester, where he's the head lecturer in astronomy at Foss College, former member of Bufora, the British UFO Research Association, and IQ, the International Committee for UFO Research. Fascinating person. Mm. Now, he seemed to me to be the perfect person for the Clinton Baptist Paranormal Podcast. Since the mysteries of the universe are very much... They're all part and parcel of the same yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. How do you know it's a ghost, not a little... Uh, a grey, what they call it. A, a, a grey, as yeah, they're known. Yeah. Anyway, this week he made contact with someone at the Ministry of Defence, a wing commander, Freddie Unstrummer Elliot, who has some knowledge of aerial traffic in UK airspace. Have a listen to this. Absolutely fascinating. Oh. This week in our series of reports on UFOs, we've learned a number of things. That not everybody who sees a UFO is crazy. That our government has lied about UFO information. That it's withheld UFO files and even spied on UFO witnesses. Are extraterrestrials making contact with Earth or is it something else? And yes, he believes that beings from other planets have been intimate with him. While the United States officially denied investigating UAPs... after more unidentified objects... First there were three glowing orbs, and then there were five. I, I, I'm trying to speak to Wing Commander uh, Elliot, is that...? Uh, I'm, I'm Wing Commander Frederick and brother Elliot. I, I am SA-1, non-specific aviation operations. Right. Okay, okay. How, how, how can I help? How do you do? Uh, my name is uh, Professor Joseph Levens. Uh, I'm head lecturer at Foss College, uh, Leicester. Uh, I'm an expert uh, on uh, UAPs. What 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 my contention is um, is that uh, we have been laboring under misconception. The environmental issues have been clouding the real danger to mankind. Uh, in short, there's a mathematical certainty: 961 moons in our solar system alone, and the we, my contention is that we are not the only form of life um, in the galaxy. Uh, I have plenty of evidence, and I wanted your take as uh, a wing commander of the sort of thing that the, that the MOD is, is tracking currently. I, I look after non-specific aviation operations, so anything oh. that doesn't really fall within, you know, within the orthodox is, is probably okay. something that... But, but we don't have a particular line on it. We're we're here to investigate. We're appropriate. Oh, but I, believe me, sir, I know you don't have a line on it. I, I, I know that you've been obfuscating, and and, and uh, the MOD has been anything but cooperative. Uh, and I, think I, 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 I I wouldn't say we obfuscate. Right. We okay. we, we rationally look at possible explanations, but okay. obfuscation's uh, a fairly strong term. Okay. What about if I said Rendlesham Forest to you, for example? I mean, I think that was pretty. That was. I, I think I think that's been more than proven to be a fake over the years. Right. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, let, let's not be drawn on that specifically. Wait, I, I'm more than aware of conjecture around the world, Roswell, and all this kind of guff that goes on. But but really, I'm I'm here to deal with the hard and fast, the rational. 
Right. Okay. And and, and what is what is rational about uh, uh, about Area Fifty Fifty One? Please tell me what, what what. How do you explain that away? I mean, I I, I just I just want some context, uh, Wing Commander. I'm I'm a member of BUFOR, the British UFO UFO Research Association. I've been studying for many many years now. I trained in Wisconsin. Uh, I have um, a professorship in physics, and I'm telling you that you well, I don't have to tell you. You know very well uh, the. Sort of parameters within which we are both working, and I think <laughs> it's disingenuous of you to, to 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 refer to it as I believe you just referred to it as guff. How about the MOD come clean on some of this stuff? Come clean on what? Well, I've mentioned Rendlesham Forest. I mean, if you're going to come on the Rendlesham Forest has been shown to be nothing more than a fake, and I think there's enough evidence out there to back that up. Look, I, I've got nearly five thousand hours of flying. Put this into context of the United Kingdom. So. Every year, there are 484,300 domestic flights on average. Okay? So, break that down further, we have, I'm not allowed to release a number of military movements, but anything from 8,000 military flights from, uh, per year from one base. So there's an awful lot of material physically flying around the sky. Okay. And I've seen numerous things in the sky that I couldn't explain. Turns out a lot of them were reflections. A lot of them were satellites. You've only got to look at Starlink that, that your man, uh, your Tesla chap's been doing. And, uh, and you start to realize just how full. Are you, done, are you done, sir? Are you done? Are you done? Well, I am for now, yeah. And this okay. Chicago O'Hare. Is there anything Chicago O'Hare Airport. Excuse me, sir. Chicago O'Hare Airport, uh, 20, 2007. Yeah. That is something the government, they tell us they have persistently failed to look into. They say it's a blimp. It's, it's, it's a non-rigid airship, like an airplane. Uh, 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 you know, uh, cloud formations. Uh, but yeah, ventricularis cloud, absolutely. It's, it's responsible for at least uh, 50% of all sighting. Uh, right, Lake, Lake Missouri, Lake Missouri, 2001. I'm to be taken seriously. I don't know whether you've read my, my book, Ufologistics, Denied to Deceive to. No, I haven't. No, no I'm you not I've seen I've seen an alien. and, and All right, sir, I, I didn't want to do this now, but have a listen to this. Right, listen to this. What is that baby doing? I see two of them moving to the west slowly. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on up there? There's two of them. Look, 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 look. Right. What do you make what do you make of that, sir? What was it? <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> I think it was self-evident. This was Florida, uh, two two thousand thirteen, and and those were people who had seen a UFO. A Chinese lady who saw one too. Aliens. It sounded like a load of noise. That's not evidence in any way. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> oh yeah, that's just, this is typical. Nor am I here to disprove aliens exist. We record all sightings, all abnormal activities going on in our airspace, and quite frankly, you, you could play anything down the line and, and claim it was something. But that doesn't. Okay. Okay. I'm not here to dismiss your qualifications, or your background, but the simple fact is that could be anything. Right. Absolutely anything. We, it, 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 what do you want from? Okay, this is what I want from you. I want you. I want you to 
deny or confirm my my firm contention in my book, and I'm very well published, that sometime, maybe, I don't know, 40,000 years ago, a an alien came down, mixed in our environment, a human environment in our atmosphere, and done it with a monkey. Done, done it up, up a monkey, up a monkey's, you know, uh, I know he used it, done it, stuck his dinkle up a, a monkey's front bottom. And that's how human beings came about. Hello, sir? Say, um... Stuck it up with absolutely no idea what you're talking about now. It sounds an alien done it with a monkey, and that's how we. I, I, you're a professor. I respect you as a professor. You've come on here to have a rational chat. I've told yeah. you about simple facts that we face. There are numerous things in the sky. There are numerous things lit up. There are numerous reflections, okay. meteorological conditions, such as lenticularis, as I've spoken before. Lenticularis. But, but these are tangible things to look at and wonder what they are. It doesn't like, say they're aliens. You it know, it's stuck his dinkle up a monkey's fan fan, and you know that. That's how we came about. Thank you. Uh, Professor. Yeah, how do you uh, account for the fact that there are monkeys and there are human beings? A, 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 a monkey done it with an alien and vice versa. I'm not going to quibble over Darwinism, but the simple fact is you rang me up to discuss. Yes, I did. Aerial activity. We've discussed that. Okay. I don't know what a monkey's bonbon is. I've no experience of it, and quite bon frankly, bon. Frank bonbon. And you know what that is. I don't make what, me. What do you want from me? I don't want anything. Forget it. I don't think it's going to work. You're disingenuous, sir. Thank you. Thanks to the Ministry of Defence for permission in using this clip. If there's one thing we like to offer on this podcast, as you well know, it's, well, it's advice, isn't it? It's emotional advice. Yes. It's familial advice. And we will offer you advice, but it would appear that that offer is pearls before swine because you'd much rather write to some grifter yeah. in a magazine who's yeah. going to tell you he's going to swing a pendulum yeah. or stick his knob in the air and see which side gets drier quicker, yeah, all that kind of stuff. You'd rather count on that as advice every, than us. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, every single week we ask you don't we please 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 you know why won't you write into us pump us for info we Come love on. it we know a lot and particularly linda knows a lot because yeah because she's a witch and she does know things so this in the meantime is tv psychic and spinach and love count dean james fox is it really from chat take a break what's it called um fate and fortune he gives advice on soulmates and sex. My lovely son, who's 19, has got himself a new group of friends. I know they take a lot of drugs and I don't like them, but my son insists they're fine and they make him laugh. It's not them making you laugh, love. It's the mushrooms. <laughs> I'm so worried he's going to be led into a world he just doesn't understand and I feel powerless to stop him. Is there something I can do to fend off any bad energy that might come his way? Marie, 40 of Birmingham. Are you mad? 
Come on, get a grip, love. Why would you write to him about that? And this is what Dame James Dean Fox says. I can tell you are worried his new mates will impact his chances of finding a positive life partner. She's not mentioned she, that at, at all. all. She's worried about the amount of drugs they've shoving up the roots <laughs> every week. That's right. Nothing to do with that, James Dean Fox. How she mentioned that? Marie Fort, she's not mentioned that at all. No. Try this simple ritual, which has nothing to do with that. This is what his solution is so, to someone who has a drink, a drug problem. So meanwhile, her boy is out <laughs> raving and his mum is doing this. Walk around the home with a white smudge stick. <laughs> that's what he's doing. <laughs> that's what he's doing up his hooter. As you enter each room, say smoke, air, fire and earth, cleanse and bless this home and all connected here. Drive away harm and fear. Only positive energy may enter here. Terrible poet. <laughs> Let the white light of love shine and give blessing to the future rather than disappearing up your schnozzle. <laughs> I open this space to love and affection. May all positive energy give you an erection. Oh, sorry. Around me, benefit my space. May it come with compassion, forgiveness and truth. Don't what go to load of shit. <laughs> what you need to say is, uh, well, let me think. I've, I'll come up with one. Yeah. What about um, uh, uh, bless the bees and bless the bugs? <laughs> keep my lad away from drugs. Drugs. Yeah. What about? Um, hold on. I'm not visiting uh, a therapist or even a quack. <laughs> Hopefully, he's not hoovering up tons of gack. <laughs> <laughs> what about? Uh, we are I, honestly just coming up with this. This is the genius. I wash this floor with dirty rags, <laughs> make him stick to disco fags. Yeah, exactly. Disco fags, exactly. Anyway, <laughs> repeat this once a week for four weeks. And it will do fuck all, but you'll Re feel like you're busy. Remember, when using smudge sticks, to carry them in a fire-resistant bowl. Oh, safety first. You, safety first. Never mind your poor lad who's going off the edge of the cliff <laughs> on, on, on uh, you know, grade A drugs. Yeah, don't tell him about, you know, staying hydrated and making sure he's with people he's comfortable and safe with. Don't tell no, him don't that. No, don't Just walk around with your smudge stick, yeah. fucking idiot. <laughs> and also, why don't you go to the police? And... <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, now here's the next one. This this is Angel oh. Mystic, yes. Amanda Took. She connects connects with your angel helpers to bring you success and abundance. And she's got hair like, do you remember the Lego movie? Remember Wild Style? Oh, yeah. She's, she's doing that blue pink thing. The, the question is, will I lose weight for my son's wedding? If you're asking someone else, I'm going to say no. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> if you have to do that, yeah. <laughs> My son is getting married in May to a lovely girl. Jolly good. The venue is very posh and I want to look and feel my best, which means losing a stone in weight. I've tried every diet under the sun, so I'm wondering if this time I could ask the angels for support instead. What do you think? Oh, Paul, at 56, Winchester. Now, I... This is the answer, right? And I'm, I'm waiting to be shot down in flames by you, Linda. When we're asking our angels for anything, we need to get clear on two things. Why we want something and how it could make us feel. I would encourage you to explore these questions uh, in a journal. Ask your angels to help you delve deep and understand what's really going on here. When you have your answers, you'll be ready to ask the angels not only to help you lose weight, but also to clarify why you want it so much yeah. and how it might feel when you've achieved it. So what she's really saying, this lady, is do you really want to... And I think that's fair enough, actually. If you're trying and failing, you're the one getting in your own way. 
Arguably. Ex- Why? Except Amanda took... I'm looking at a photo of her now, right? She's a larger lady. Yes, but maybe she's got different priorities. Yes, no, I but, worry but, that women always feel like they have to conform. What you, oh. you're, you're this person's mother. They're going to be happy. That's what you look right, like. Okay. What? Ask yourself why you would feel better if there was less of you. Right. Ask yourself that first. Amanda, I mean, it's fair enough if if you really will feel better and you want to do it for health reasons and stuff. But, but if you're trying and failing, I don't know. I wonder whether there's something deeper going on. Right. You can say that, and there's clearly something deeper going on with Amanda Tuck. She's quite a large lady. This woman has written in, and she's going, I want to lose weight. And instead of offering practical solutions, Amanda Tuck oh. is, is, is going, oh, do you really want to lose weight? You oh, know, you think she's making it personal? She's making it about her, Amanda Tuck. Oh, I thought she was being sisterly. I think she's going, you really want to ask yourself why you want to lose weight. Well, I'll tell you why, because they're at a very posh venue. She wants to look and feel her best. What would your advice be, then? <clears throat> Uh, stop eating so much. How about that for a kick-off? Next. I think, here's the thing, in the run-up to a wedding, it's yeah. a very stressful time. Yeah. Why don't you incorporate something that you will enjoy yeah. that will give you a little bit of head clearance space? Yeah. Like, you've like, got a lovely, what is it, son or daughter? Yeah. Why don't you shed Julie in a couple of times a week, you both go for a walk and a chat? Yeah, or just tuck into the fucking wedding cake before anyone's even... <laughs> Be done with it. Come on. It's, these things require a bit of an effort. It's not just sitting there going, well, do you really want to lose weight? Yes, I do, actually. I don't think she yes. does, though, if she's tried she does. every diet under the sun. She tried it. She, the, sorry about this, folks, the lady who's written in yeah. is saying, I've tried everything under the sun, and I'm wondering if you could ask the angels to support. She wants support. She wants she support. Wants, she wants a magic wand is what she wants. Well, and I tell you what, Amanda Tuck is not even giving her any... It's giving her anything. She's just saying, do you really want to lose weight? Yes, I do. Thank you, Amanda. Right, next. Anyway, listen, I just... Do you remember a while ago mm. we had Angelos Epithemia on? Yes. And he gave us a... It sounded clearly like it was a made-up ghost story, just off the top of his head. Did you really expect anything else? Well, I've had him back again this week, and he's got another ghost story Of course he has, Yeah. 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I am delighted to be joined by Angelos Epithemiou, who you will remember from, I believe it was the last series, wasn't it, series five, where you were here and we did, uh, you told a story. I wasn't here, I was was in the graveyard. In the graveyard, yeah. Yeah. You were, well, I mean, you were here on the show. Yes, here on the show. Okay, and we did a, a story which... I don't know whether you sort of exaggerated well, it or, or just. Well, it wasn't true. You made it. Made, I made it up. the story up because I, I wanted to. Um, I wanted to be on. I wanted to be on the show and yes. tell you a ghost story because I thought that's what you you what you could you'd ask me to do that. Yes, so I, I, so I said I would do it, and that's. But I didn't have one. So no, I made no. It up. Well, don't, we don't we don't deal in in untruths here. What no. we try what we're trying to do is. Well, proffer up stories of the supernatural. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know it's what you're doing, so that's why uh, now with the story I've got now is definitely, definitely what happened. Right, okay, so let's let's prevaricate no more. Linda put on the spooky music as we give you Angelos Epithemia with this time, well, a true story. Thank you. Okay, so I was in, um, I was in the, um, I was in the bus, right? On, on Tuesday, okay? Right, yes. And I get off the bus where I usually get off, nothing right. different about the day, everything is exactly how it normally is, and it's And I get off the bus and I walk down the road into the news agents, as I do, and yeah. I says to, um, I says to Manjay, I says, can I have a packet of fags? He goes, yes, he knows the one I want, he knows the brand, I like the one with the picture with the lung on it, yeah. Anyway, um, he gives it to me, and I open. I, I go out of the shop, and I open up the fags, right? Yes. You just pop open and take off the silver foil, and this thing goes. Right. I'm gonna. I'm just turn off the music. I'm gonna stop you there. What do you? you there's a ghost and a packet of fags. Is that? Yeah. Well, I don't really. That's. A, have you made that one up as well? Yeah, I have made it up. Right, okay, well, have you got a proper one, not because you did say... Yeah, well, I was joking about that one. So I was in the shop. Right, this, this is nice. This is real, this one. Yeah, this right, one okay. is definitely Music. real, right? I was just joking there. Okay. I was uh, open... 
I was in the shop and I, I thought, oh, I'm going to get GQ magazine because I like those lifestyle magazines. Right. You know, they really yeah. speak to me. You know, so I put it on the counter and I and I and I pay for it. And Manjoo says, oh, something like you to get that magazine, right. Angela. So I says, right. I know, but I'm into it now. Yeah, I get it and I go outside and I sit on the bench. And I open it up and this thing goes. And right, I'm going to stop. I'm going to have to stop you again there, Linda. Just turn that off a second. I mean, what, and there's, there's a very little point if you're just going to, you know, make things up. Well, that's that's not, similar I'm to just, the no, cigarette one, isn't it? Yeah, I know, but I was just... Have you I got anything to Yes, I have right, got okay. one. I've got one. Right, put the, put the music on again, please. OK, so I'm in the shop again with Manjo, right, and okay. I get a packet of... Um, I'll get some beans, right? Right. And I, just the normal Heinz beans that I always get, like nothing different about the day. Right. And I go home on the bus, and I... Open. I get in the kitchen. I get the tin opener, and for some reason I don't know why I didn't use the electric tin opener that I normally use. The bzzz one. Right. right. I use my hand tin opener. Right. Okay. Hand tin opener. Anyway, I manage to open the tin, and then I prise it off the lid with the knife, and I right. do. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, right at the beans, this thing goes. Right. Okay. Let's just yeah. let's just stop there. Thank you. I don't know why I bother with him, quite honestly. I mean, there are there are flashes of 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 sensibleness occasionally, yes, occasionally. that give you hope. I can understand why you'd persist with him. He's a, you know, on the surface. A, well, no, if you um, give him a chance, he's, yes. Well, okay. No, well, um, he, had, he had plenty of chances there. Yeah, my love, he had about three chances there. Now the wet way. He's wag... very nice to that man next door, isn't he? Who Barry? He's nice. To oh, he's nice to him. He's nice to Barry. Talking of which, the wet wipe saga with our drains. Oh here bloody at hell! Is that Park. still going? Oh my god! And this week, what on earth needs that much wiping? We'll find out this week as Barry went upstairs to have a word with one of our neighbours, Irene Harding. She lives at number five. Have a listen to this. Irene! Hello! Irene, can you hear me? Uh, the door are you touching the door no i've moved away from the door where are you standing well how far back do you want me to stand irene what what are you touching i, I have not touched i touched the door with my knuckle briefly oh, 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 oh. irene it's all right i'll wipe it off i'll i'll wipe it oh. off I, yeah, have you got a wipey wipe? No, can you put one under the door? I'm not touching the door! You put a wet wipe under the door? Why haven't you got your own wipey wipes? We all need a wipey wipe! Uh, Irene, this is what I want to talk to you about. We, 
Having a bit of trouble, I know you're very keen on the cleanliness, we're having a bit of trouble with the drains, Irene. Okay. Have you been using wet wipes on your bottom, Irene? Clinton asked me to... Oh, oh, the devil himself, is it? The devil himself, Mr Clinton Baptiste. He's not the devil, he's the chairman of the Residence Association. Don't be silly. Summoning up the devil, dancing around in the moonlight. Summoning up the devil. Naked and disgusting. Exodus 23. Yeah. You shall have no other gods before me. I've seen him, I've seen what he does. He's not claiming to be a, a, a god, he's a clairvoyant medium psychic. Nothing wrong with it. Exodus 34, 14. You shall worship no other god but the Lord. Worship no other gods, yes. His name is jealous of a jealous god. He's not claiming to be a god. He's just the chairman of the association. Someone blocking up the toilet with their arms up in the air. Put your arms up in the air. Oh, Christ. Look, stop using the wet wipes. That's all there is to it. We're all going to have to pay for it. No! Jesus Christ. He's not claiming to be any sort of god, he's just a god. Exodus 23. Exodus 23 what? Exodus 34, 14. For you shall worship no other god, for the Lord whose name is Jealous. Yeah, the Lord, yes, all right. Romans 8, 7. Yeah, Romans 8, 7, got it. hostile to God, but does not submit to God's law, indeed it cannot. You're a religious nut, you are. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. Yeah, in spirit in truth. Stop okay, using yeah. the bloody wet wipes, Irene! Therefore, my beloved, flee from idolatry. Right, idolatry, yeah. Are you going to stop using them? Irene? Irene? Oh, Jesus Christ. Stop using the bloody wet wipes! Irene! Shove your organ up your ass! Ladies and gentlemen, the podcast would not be complete without uh, hearing from Sandrea Mossas. <laughs> from Fate and Fortune magazine, where this woman, for anyone who doesn't know, can actually receive messages from people who are up in heaven. Yeah. And I've always doubted it. I well, think that's fair They say. send sort of postcards from heaven, don't they? But it's more like postcards from a really shit holiday resort. Exactly. This time, I think this one is a little bit more believable. Okay. Uh, it's, this lady is, is um, Nanny Peg, and she's getting in touch with her grandson, Scott Wells, from beyond the Celestial Veil. Could we have the spooky music on, please? Yeah. Nanny Peg begins from heaven. I couldn't settle at first when I came over. Ilan, ooh, great Ilan, ooh. Ilan, my guide. My guide tells me it was because I could feel the love of the family missing me and this was pulling me back. When I lived, I never realised how psychically connected I was to my family. I would feel what you felt and I thought it was that I cared, but it wasn't. I could feel your emotions. I have so many friends people I work with in the past and family over here. I can spend my time with them all every day and have lots of fun. When we get together, we laugh and laugh. 
as you know, laughter is the best cure for everything, not necessarily no. What are they trying to cure if they're dead? I mean, you know, come. As I soon discovered when I came over that as we laugh and our body shakes, the shards of negativity dissolve and leave it behind. That does happen. Okay. I, I do buy that. Elan used this with me to try to get me to let go of old energies. You know... I did not forgive or forget very... You know, I did not forgive or forget very easily. I held on to my wrath, oh. kept it tight and nurtured it. But all this did was to make me uptight. It did not serve me. Is that a slight apology for being a bit of a crotchety old get before <laughs> oh, she went? Yes! <laughs> of course! But that's what happens up there. You do get a chance to look back at your... I know you're very cynical, Linda, mm. but what... Yeah, what happens is you can look back at your life and go, yes, Nanny Peg, I was a miserable old cow. Yeah. But now I've gone up there, the shard, when I have a laugh, the shards of negativity disappear from me. Right. Me. Yeah, OK. Or she's trying to cover all her bases, is uh, well, Sandria Mosses, and say, well, I know it was a little bit... But she does love you, really. Yes, I suppose so. And she may not have laughed much in real life. <laughs> Elan started off focusing on laughter. I would meet my friends and laugh and laugh and then laugh some more. <laughs> Sometimes when we stopped, we couldn't remember what we'd been laughing at as laughter is infectious and once you start it, it spreads. So is chlamydia. <laughs> once I had begun to release these shards, we moved on. It hurt me so much in those early months. I learned to re release all that was binding me, Jesus, in a negative sense, to the earth plane. I needed to do this in order to elevate to the higher realms of heaven. These ties are like fine dark threads. The energy is embedded into the earth plane and attached to our chakras. This is, this is all, no, this is all true. Okay. Which chakra will depend on the energy line? What? <laughs> Even you're questioning this one. <laughs> I don't understand what she's written. For example, a mother's protective instinct is associated oh, yes. with the solar plexus region. Love matters are linked to your... No no, it's your heart, apparently. <laughs> Whereas relationships is the second chakra. I had attachments to all of them. Typical me, Scott. I never do things by half. Don't take the piss out of her. She's dead. <laughs> anyway, as I really She'll be cool with it. She's <laughs> seen, no, she likes she's a laugh. She's seen the light, she, yes. she's like She's like Steve right in the afternoon up there. She can't <laughs> stop. Anyway, as I release them so I could climb, and boy, is that amazing. There are so many worlds here. Now, this is true. There's so many worlds here to visit. You could travel every day for a thousand years and only begin to scratch the surface. Yesterday I went to the crystal realm. Who would believe it? Me, visiting crystals. She's, she's now sort of, you know, it's now a disclaimer for the right bitch she was on earth. <laughs> I am not advanced enough to go to the inner realms of this world, just the outer bits. No, that is true. You have to have some sort of membership scheme. Yeah. You know, you have to work your way or up. Or ride a My Little Pony or something. It's like a sort of McDonald's star system if you've been in there for long enough. We landed on a crystal lake and there were lots of crystal... Oh, that would be painful. Yeah. And there were lots of crystal caves around the lake. You go to what you're drawn to. Well, I was drawn to Citrine, this amazing yellow cave. It was high enough to stand up in and turn around with my arms outstretched. The colours varied from deep amber to lightest lemons. It was so warm and comforting. Now, I can slightly more believe this. Right. End of the scale. Do you know what I mean? I mean yes, I it does sound more believable than going fishing and just talking to the fish. Yeah, that's it. I came out feeling so invigorated and refreshed and discovered it had been cleansing my solar plexus. <laughs> the region Elan and I had been working on. This was one of the best experiences I've ever had. 
But then again, I say that all the time up here. Scott, you can visualise and visit these places too. The benefit is amazing. Looking back, I was too busy being protective. I wish I'd been better at telling you how very proud I was of you and all you achieved while I was on Earth and what you've achieved since I've moved on. I think that's possibly true. She sounds like, in real life, she wasn't very nice. Crunchy, I think, as a bit personality. Crunchy, bit crunchy. You are becoming more confident in yourself and it makes me so happy to see how you are growing and evolving. Always remember, believe in you and others will follow that positive energy and believe in you all the more. Look out for me. I still come every day. Lucky her at that age. <laughs> Sometimes telepathically through the magic screen. They've got all wraparound tellies up there, oh, the magic screen, yeah. a lot. But more often in person, I breeze in and breeze out, hoping you will catch that gentle breeze and think, ah, oh, Nanny Peg. I wonder what it smells like. All by love. <laughs> From Nanny <laughs> oh, Christ. Oh, dear. Nanny Peg. Nanny Peg. I'm glad she got some clearance once she was gone. That's right. Anyway, now it's time for a fantastic comic. Oh, can we not find out whether it was bollocks or not? <laughs> oh, <hold on. laughs> uh, Scott say? says that was really interesting. So many things were true. Nanny Peg was very headstrong. And uh, she was the matriarch of the family we all went to with our problems and issues. Oh, see. Nanny Peg knew what was going on with everyone. Fucking nosy. <laughs> if, if I wanted to hear the truth about something, I'd go to... Oh, yes. she spoke as she found. I think that's what it is, isn't it? No nonsense. Can we get on to Susan Murray? Or yeah. do, you, do you want any more No, I just wanted to know whether it was absolute bollocks or just a bit... Well, hold on. It's a weird because I do often feel close by. When I sit in my living room, I've often felt a breeze <laughs> and a strong smell of perfume my partner can't smell. No, he won't, he won't admit to it. Good. <laughs> Was that you? No, it's Nanny Peg. <laughs> Blame it on the dog. Could that be for breezing in? Wow, I really think it might be. Okay. Breezing in or blowing off. One of the two. Here's Susan Morrie, a fantastic comic I work with this week. I am here with Susan Murray, the top class comedian. Are you allowed to call it comedian nowadays? What do you call it? I think it's just comic, isn't it? Comic, comic or comedian? Yeah, okay. We don't need the feminine bit at the end because we're not in the 1970s. No, are okay, we? all right. You might be. <laughs> all right, it's apparently she's a top comic. Uh, pardon me. Thank you, fucking Jermaine. And uh, <laughs> what I was going to say was I'm doing a gig on the 14th of May. March. Sorry, of March, right? Don't um, get that wrong. Please. I won't get those. The 14th of March, and that's at the Red Imp Comedy Club in Walthamstow. In Walthamstow. Are we still allowed to call it a comedy, or is there some other radical feminist <laughs> uh, word for that? Uh, Humour meeting. Right, here she is. It's Susan, and please tell me, Susan, I know you've got a really spine-chilling story. In the studio, Linda, please put the music on. 
So in my flat, um, it's quite a long corridor right. to get to the loo. And in the middle of the night, uh, when I get up for a wee wee, yes. I, I don't put the lights on because I don't want to wake myself up. Right. Because I'm, I'm a horrific insomniac. All right, okay. So one morning I got up and I just, I, I didn't, didn't know what time it was. It's pitch black. And the other thing to note is I have a lodger who gets up really early for work, right? Right, okay. So I've no idea what time it is. I go down to towards the bathroom and I see the living room, living room door is right adjacent. And I see a male figure darting behind the door, which is what my lodger would do if he was just wearing a towel around him because he's got a horrendous body and doesn't okay. want me to see it. Right? Okay. So I just went, Mark, and I went into the loo thinking it was my lodger. And he never answered me, and I thought, what? Who? What? Yeah. Is there someone? Is that Mark? I definitely saw someone. So I'm sitting on the loo, and it's dark in there because the light's on the outside, and I'm sitting there thinking, I think there's someone in my house. Oh, shit. And I need to open the door and go out. So the door to the living room, the one he darted behind, was kind of ajar. It's about yeah. open by about Hello, 10 ladies, inches. I have now finished. Yeah. A lady's just come in to say we're about to start the gig. Go on. I'll redo it so you can edit it. So the door to the living room had been a job opened by about a foot. You know, yeah. just enough room for someone to just dart behind. Right. So I'm in the bathroom thinking, oh, I've got to open the door, I've got to open the door, I'm just going to have to open the door. So I'm a very brave person. So I opened the door and I switched. How did you wipe your bottom by this stage? Um, well, luckily, when I shut myself, I was on the loo. So that was, that was just well-timed, isn't it, really? Very did fortuitous. You, I mean, without being too graphic, w I mean, was it? did it actually cause you to do that? I mean, were you that terrified? Or were you no, just sort of... I just had a very quick wee. A and quick then, wee? And then my, wee. my body went into freeze mode because okay. I was thinking... I, I've got. A, I think. I've, I think I've got a burglar in my house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Of course. So. Yeah. So I opened the bathroom door and I saw that the living room door had been closed. Oh God. Whereas previously it'd been open. Right. So I ran down to the other side, other end of the flat where my lodger was actually in his room, and I knocked on it, groaned, and he said, "Mark, Mark, I think there's someone in the living room." So he quickly got his he quickly got his jammy bottoms on, and yeah. I, he ran down. He, and he bless him. To be fair to him, he ran straight into that living room. God. I went and got a knife from the kitchen. Bloody hell! Um, and there was no one there. Now. Was there any exit routes? I mean, was there a window? Could it have been... Where Checked do you live? Where do you live, my love? Walthamstow. Yeah, well, it could well have been someone burgling checked, the place. Checked all the windows, checked everything. No exit routes. No one had, no had been out. No one had been in. And when, when he came back out, did he say, thanks a lot, Susan? You know I've got to get up early for work. <laughs> and it was 3am as well. And he had to go really? to the And did he say, and you saw my body as well, <laughs> briefly? <laughs> really? Yeah. And what do you put that down to? I mean, do you think it is supernatural? Yeah. I think I definitely saw, I call him my 3am ghost, and in the past when I've got in late from gigs and I've still been up at 3 o'clock in, in the in the living yeah. room, my cat has looked at somebody walking across the room. You know, when their heads move and, you're like, and I'm like, what are you looking at, Ruby? Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm going to bed. So I don't stay up, past, I don't stay up to, at 3 o'clock, I go into my room, my bedroom. Ladies and gentlemen, I am a big, big believer in this. I am in touch with those beyond the celestial veil. Oh, so I think that's absolutely... which hath been in Susan's house. Is it a flat or a... Flat. Forget that spirit. Who is it who hath been in Susan's flat in Walthamstow? Answer, please. I've got someone up there going to put the word around and just see if anyone can come up with anything. Stick a memo out. Did you... 
I mean, have you? So you've experienced that since. But do you? Th there's no chance that you. I mean, I'm playing devil's advocate. You know, I believe it. There's no chance you're half awake. You know, you've gone up for a wee. I mean, I know. As you say, you don't want to wake yourself up. Could you've been half dreaming? No. Definitely not. And the door was opened and then it was shut. Yeah. Is there a chance that as you're sitting on the toilet and you shut that door, it can cause a draft to pull the other one? Never happened before because I keep it open, I keep it ajar for the cat so she can go in and out. So that door is never closed. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here. It's Susan Murray. I'm a believer. Thank you very much. Linda, Linda, tell me what you're going to be doing now. Well, you know, I've been trying to um, improve myself, yes. both inside and outside. Well, I'm yes. going to con concentrate on the intellectual, obviously. The exterior is pretty much done. Yeah. Um, I'm going back to school. In what way? What do you mean? back to college. <gasps> yeah. To do what? Well, you know I'm into cats. Cats? Yeah. 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 Cat behaviour. Do you remember earlier we were talking about worthwhile things to yeah. study in evening classes? Yeah. Cat behaviour. I mostly want to find out why one of them is continually pissing outside the litter box, but I think just generally I'm going to do something that I'm interested in and it's cats, isn't it? Well, let, thank God that this country can still offer up, you know, the ways and means to educate hey, yourself. It's part of the zoology department. OK, can I just say, the country's on its bloody knees at the moment, Linda. You know, you could be learning something about, you know, how to keep things afloat. Have you got any idea how much money there is in cats? No. People love the bloody cats, I'll pay for any old shit. OK, well, you heard it here first. If you want your cat to see... No, no, no human beings... become a pet detective. No human beings are asking us for uh, for any of your yes. advice or therapy. Yes. Maybe a cat wants some something Fe done. Feline fine with Linda Pollock. Absolutely. Well, if you want to get in touch about that, perhaps Linda... Yeah, that's it. That's a good idea. Yeah. Get in touch with us and Linda can tell you about your pets, all right? <laughs> if she hasn't gone by next week. <laughs> All right, lots of love, everyone. We'll see you again next time. Keep spooking. Well, my thanks to to Linda, Angelos Abathemiu, Susan Murray, Wing Commander, Freddie Amstromer at RAF Northolt, and, of course, Lizzie Roper. Please join us again next week. And if you're getting this podcast for free on Acast, you're weeks behind. So join patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste and get it when it comes out. You understand? And now, a little bit of housekeeping. Right, listen. Please come to see me and Linda recording this podcast as live at the 100 Club, 100 Oxford Street in London, Sunday the 25th of June, doors at 6pm. Go on, it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, we're going to do this for the public. Live, might do more. Go to wegottickets.com, look for Clinton Baptiste, and we'll see you there, Sunday the 25th of June. Namaste. And never forget to ask... Oh, whoa, 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 what's going on up there?
Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Yeah, right. Clinton Baptiste here, offering you the chance to enjoy my Patreon podcast for free for seven days. So many people have been joining me over there. It's a shame that you're not. Uh, we've got videos, cartoons, we've got uh, all sorts of stuff, uh, all the old back catalogue and a chance for exclusive dibs on tickets before anyone else. Please come to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. All right, spirit fading now. See you there. Fady Nail.